Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, as always, Tim Taylor. Don't you know, Bobby? <laughs> it's every week now we're getting different, we're getting something new. And I don't know what to expect. Shout and, out to- and I'm getting, um, I'm as surprised as everyone world. else. Dude, shout out Bobby's World for sure. Shout out Howie Mandel, who's probably listening to this podcast, obviously. Yeah. In a bubble, yeah, a healthy, a sterile bubble, <laughs> you know, germ-free, yeah, with sanitizer everywhere. I love Howie. Anyways, uh, hopefully everyone had a good holiday, Thanksgiving, and uh, and if you do shopping on Black Friday, hopefully you got some good deals. Even though I think it's a scam. Um, Tim, you do any Black Friday shopping or what? I didn't. I'm going to be a Cyber Monday guy, I think. Okay. Yeah. You have your you eye on anything? But you, wait, so you did it? Okay. TV. Okay. okay. TV. I bought a TV. I did. Um, and I know I just said that I think it's a scam, but I do still think it's a scam because it's yes, not like did. they do anything crazy. Okay. And also, the, the deals that they have just to me seem like the prices that the TVs actually should be. Uh, so I don't know. I mean... It's hard. It's hard because everything I think is a scam at this point. <laughs> Fake markup is is the kind of thing that you're saying at this point. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that at all. But it works on my dumb little brain, and I want a new television. Uh, so, are you buying a new TV because you have started following so many sports that four or five TVs and a laptop aren't enough, and now you need to have like a Buffalo Wild Wings in your living room, or what? Yeah, that and the uh, multi-view for YouTube TV's fantastic NFL package. Uh, they're a little, they're too little. Yeah, they're too little on the current screen I have. What are we going for? What are we thinking? Sixty, sixty-five. Uh, I had the conversation with the roommate. Shout out to Daniel. Uh, we're we're getting capped. I was going. I was feeling sixty, sixty-five. We're capped at sixty, so I can go around sixty. But he thinks sixty-five might get comically too big. big for the yeah. uh, comically big for both the room and the table that it needs to sit on, and that's a huge table too. Um, yeah, sixty. I'm aiming for sixty. I mean that'll that'll make a world of difference though, compared to like not that you have a small TV now, but you're you're like really sizing up from what you have, right? What do you have like? 50 or dude no so we measured it it's a 40 oh so this is going to be like a movie theater to you i mean the couch is so close you're going to be like in you're basically on the sideline i'm hoping that's what i need (laughs) i want to be on the sideline uh and but literally yeah the the 40 it it pretends it's big because it's got the two separate standing feet but it's only a 40 inch like that thing could easily be on like a little center one, but it makes it seem bigger than it is. Cause it's like, Oh, and it's got the two sets of legs on the ends of the TV to hold it up. But it's like, ah, oh, it's just pretending to be big. It's only 40 inch. I've never, I've, this will be my first 4k too. Ooh. Is the idea. Well, thank you guys. I'll for tell you, too many to, Amazon uh, TVs are just like, go ahead. <laughs> thank you guys for listening to I'll TV talk. Many, we'll be back uh, next Amazon- week. Yeah, yeah, Tim the Toolman. I've been Tim the Toolman. Uh, so the 
Amazon ones, too many of them just have Alexa in there. Like, I don't want, I don't, I don't think I want that. Dude, I, I am not a fan of smart TVs, and I know that that's like a boomer thing to say, but I just, for some reason, they feel slow to me. Until, once you get up in the higher, like, price range, obviously, that, that doesn't exist, but like, the, the lower price range, we're talking like 200 to, to 400, you start getting TVs that aren't the top of the line, and, and, uh, they lag a lot and I seem to have a lot of issues with Roku, which I hate. Uh, but I went with a Google oh, yeah. TV this time. I've never, Ooh, okay. Hold on. I've never had a Roku, um, television work as flawlessly as a Roku stick or a Roku box. Like it's so counterintuitive to have the television. You're like, Oh, built in one. It's like, it's a quarter of the speed. It's like having yep. dial up again. hundred percent. It's crazy. I'm happy for you though. I'm glad. I'm glad to, to hear that you're getting a new. You're gonna be shopping for a new TV, and uh, you'll be basically living the dream of watching all of these sports in uh, in real, real high def 4K. Uh, I'm excited. Buffalo Wild Wings in the living room. You got it. Where? So okay. So you got the Google. What what what, what happened? How big? What happened here? Uh, so in my in my bedroom here, we we decided that I decided to upgrade to a forty. I was gonna stay at forty. I had a forty inch, and it was it was slowing down. I got it for free, so I, and I got a lot of use out of it. Um, so I thought it was time, and I decided to size up a little bit, which I went up to a forty three, which is only a little bit bigger. And of course, it doesn't fit on the frame. I mean, on the the mount that I already had, so I had to buy a whole other mount as well. So it basically the range was like 20 to 40 and then it was 41 to 55 or whatever. So I was stupid enough to not check that before I bought a bigger TV. Um, so that was a whole fun ordeal, yep. but it worked out. I mean, I, I, I'm glad to have a new TV, be watching all these sports and stuff uh, in uh, three inches bigger. Okay. Dude, it's funny though. I, I have noticed the mounts go to 40. <laughs> yeah I, it's, it's very funny that it just stops at 40 i'm so sorry dumb for not sorry checking. you were the guy who got bit by that yeah <laughs> yeah um which i will say i oh, did man. buy an amazon basics mount for this tv and it's not as basic as you'd think like i put it together it was fine and, and all that but the instructions are terrible so if anyone's gonna buy one of those be careful be ready to uh try to figure it out like ikea Oh geez, yeah. I bought the I bought the Rolly mount. That's what I did this time. I said, you know what? I'm gonna put my bedroom TV and make it like I'm a, a modern day substitute teacher. I can wheel this thing around the house. <laughs> it's it's how I add another television to the living room for Buffalo Wild Wings. It's I actually a great idea. Every time I do the same bit. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Every time I do the same bit. Okay, class. Today we'll be watching. You know. Just a couple laughs. Oh, you have to do that. For me, oh. it's for it's a lifetime of laughs. Also, yeah, the other time. thing is you don't have to worry about like finding the stud and and putting holes in the wall and mounting this thing and hoping it doesn't fall yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I was gonna do it, and then you know me, the TV guy, never say no to a free TV. It's funny that I'm gonna buy one because I never buy them because I. Every television I own has just been given to me somehow. <laughs> um, and that's like a lot of TVs. I just fall into TVs. It's really weird. 
but I was going to hang one in, in this room and then I got a bigger one. And that's why I put it on the, on the substitute teacher stand. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. This is going to be interesting. I, I, I think I last bought a TV. It was a black Friday and I was in high school. Dude, same. like a junior or something. And like, same. That is the last ended time up I bringing that a... TV to college. Yep. Yeah. I still have it. It's a 50 yeah, inch TV. It's, it's mounted on the wall right in front of me right now. And, uh, it's lasted me so long, and it's a great TV, Samsung. Like I love it, and I hope it never dies, but knock on wood here. Uh, but I'm the same as you. I've, I bought right. this one. That's the last TV I think I bought on Black Friday, um, and it, it's just I'm hoping I get the same amount of years out of this one I currently just bought. I know. Yeah. it's you, We all get afraid of the built-to-break stuff. Thanks, Apple. Yeah, right. But anyways, yeah, thank you guys for listening to TV Talk this week. We'll be back next week with another episode to talk about Tim's new TV and about uh, how it's working out for him. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a and, – and you know if you want to see the breakdown of the setup or watch our setup videos, the Patreon, it's only $24 a month. Like and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell everybody you know. <laughs> We also are on TaskRabbit. If you know someone in the LA area, maybe an elderly person who needs help with their TV getting set up, or someone in the Drake Mass area, the greater Boston area, we can get you covered. Yeah, we're very, uh, we we say we're uh, nationwide, but that's only because we're on two different coasts. We don't actually do the middle of the country. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. yeah, we very specifically say we're coast to coast, <laughs> but we're nowhere in between. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I think great. I I We're prefer uh, I prefer us talking about this than about the teams that we both cover because uh, it was a rough go until the Celtics game tonight. But look, I guess we just get right into it. Um, oh man, Bruce we love Celtics. losing together. I know we talked about that before the pad the pod. Oh my god, we just it feels like two years in a row where it's like when it goes bad, it's not too often, but it's we're gonna we're doing it together. The, the garden's going down as a team. Yeah, and it's like our first time of the year. It was the same as last year. It was like our first time we both started losing at the same time in dramatic fashion. Like, it, it, it's not – with the Bruins, it wasn't just losing. It was, like, getting destroyed. Um, Celtics, I think, was a little bit different. Twice. Aside from, you know, blowing a big lead and kind of losing by a good chunk there to uh, Orlando, but – I don't know, man. It's just after this weekend, like, look, I'm I am far from panic mode. We're still second in the league or third, whatever it is. We were first, and uh, I'm talking Bruins here, and the Rangers jumped us because of that game, uh, both physically on the ice and in the standings. Um, and I, I'm not in panic mode, but it's not good, man. Like, those two games, the Detroit game, the first team to give us both of our our first two regulation losses, the same exact team. Uh, you know, they seem to have our number this year. And then losing to the Rangers, who are a very, very good team. Like, don't get me wrong here. But to see both of your goaltenders, who have been red hot, let up seven, eight goal, what, you know, whatever it was, um, not good. Really bad. Well, it was 12 combined, right? Or something like that? Yeah. Did we lose 5-2 and 7-4? 12 I combined? I think you're right. Yeah, that's terrible. That is that is horrendous. Um, 
horrible. Uh, and I, I do want to say, a lot, and I, I know you feel the same, a lot of that's on the defense. Yes. Uh, and, I mean, and I think even more than that's on turnovers. Just embarrassing turnovers. Like we're like we're a high school team playing with pros turnovers. Just really like the the Matt. I'm still a huge pothead, but that Patra to turnover in the top of the zone was basically the end of the game. It felt, and that was pretty early on. And we still kind of hung in there in the Detroit game, uh, and then just just absolutely steamrolled by the Rangers. Like not even really like pretended to hang in for like the first set of two goals and then forgot that we needed eight to win it and insane that we needed eight to win it to to allow seven goals i know they're an amazing team but like i don't know what are we boys like what do we got here but it's good to lose these games now i think is a way to look at it and you and i have both been a little terrified of how good things have been going especially on ice yeah uh so i think it's a big deal that uh we deal with this now because like yeah it's like maybe detroit has our number but it's it's you know we we still have what at least one more game with them if not two i i'd imagine because they're divisional and yeah, then i think we put them on new year's eve actually or new year's day one or the other in detroit that's the next one that i and, know of, and that might be it possibly if that's it see that's crazy i mean you you just don't know who you're going up against if we see them in the postseason at that point i know there'll be a lot of chatter about how much we got beat at this point but it's just like we're so young and have so many new guys that just like the identity is constantly progressing and obviously regressing in ways these two losses are regret are regression there's no other way to look at it you know we both standings wise and and just how bad we got beat it looked like thanksgiving happened and everyone was still suffering from tryptophan for two days like they, they just did not wake up in those games at all and i wish i didn't wake up for uh at least the rangers one that was at 9 a.m for me i could have slept through that one good lord it was horrible i just i'm I, i'm just, but I'm, I, I'm i'm glad it's happening now and this team needs to not think it's hot shit a little bit i think that's a pretty tough way to have the medicine uh but we took it let's see how we respond now so a couple things I do want to say that I think you already mentioned turnovers, which was I would probably say the main reason that we lost that game, um, aside from the obvious us not scoring enough goals. I, let me say for both games, actually, turnovers. But especially in the Detroit game, it felt like all the passes were mediocre. They were kind of throwing it to nowhere. They were hoping that somebody was going to be there. No look passes as always, which I hate most of the time don't work. Uh, And then the other major, major thing that's been a problem for them all year, but they still seem to be finding ways to win aside from these two games is staying out of the box. They literally cannot stay out of the box. There has been five plus penalties in so many games this year. And that is killer, especially against a team like the Rangers who clearly took advantage of it. And they showed you what a real team is going to do to you. If you, just constantly are in the box. You know, if you're spending 10 to 15 minutes in the box all, every game, I mean, that that's ridiculous. Um, and it's Look, be- we, can't, we can't rely on this penalty kill, and we shouldn't have to that much. Um, it's, it's brutal. Yeah. And then to give up a shorthander, dude, like what is going on? And to give up multiple breakaways in that game. Kreider could have had a, a hat trick in that game yeah. easily. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, but the other thing I do want to say is 
I, I think I sent you the video late last night that Truba got fined $5,000, which is chump change, which is nothing, for what he did to Trent Frederick. Um, I, I don't understand how it's possibly just a fine. He took a full baseball swing at Frederick's head, and he hit him. It was no call on the ice, no penalty, and he got a $5,000 fine. For a league that is that has been constantly nonstop saying they care about player safety, they care about head injuries, that is embarrassing to not give any type of suspension for that. And I don't know if the 5000 is the maximum under whatever that specific, uh, you know, penalty is, but that's not enough either. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I think that that's, that's an embarrassment for the league to let somebody take a swing like that and get absolutely nothing for it. Yeah, I want to break that down a little bit. Truba has been suspended before, right? So he's uh, got history, right? It's possible. I, I don't know for a fact. I would have to look that up, which I will. Check that. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, they, they all do criteria. Uh, I don't know where to find out if he's been suspended or not. Let's see. He, he maybe hasn't. Also, calling it high sticking is 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 part of the bonkersness. Like that's the technical penalty. That's not what was called. Don't then call it that. How about for taking a baseball swing in his head? I just I don't get it. Even if it's a a first offense, how that's not an automatic game is crazy. If that is the top bracket that you can get suspended for some action like that that's not called on the ice, that should be changed. Um, and with this, it's just like, you know, Frederick's a tough, no nonsense, you know, gets out there, gets in your face, will fight, will throw hands, uh, tough guy. Uh, it, is this only that because he was the, who got hit and maybe he antagonized it? Like, are you, are you looking, are you judging the, the, you know, are you judging the penalty, like the penalty line, the, the penalty or like however you're going to penalize this guy? Are you judging that off of the reputation of the victim and lessening that if it's someone like Trent Frederick? Lessening that if it's someone like Brad Marchand? Lessening that if it's someone like Tom Wilson? So I don't think it should. It shouldn't come into play. Nothing should come into play. He no has... other move should come into play. I don't care if, if there was other things that happened. Right. You're talking about that, that is specific the, That is play. the egregious act, and he baseball yeah. swung in his face. Yeah. Yeah. If he did other stuff, then assess those other things separately. Take each action. That action is so far and away, like, gross for this game. He has like, been rec- suspended like in the reckless. past, by the way. Like, that, that's, like, so bad. So so, so then it's then it's even more infuriating and beyond me. And just for the record, it if was for two games suspended. for a check to the head. Dude, this is it's ludicrous that it's not a game. And again, yeah, five thousand. Maybe there's something in the rules that's gotta be changed there. But like I don't I don't even care about them. It should be it should be a game and twenty five thousand dollars. Like minimum to me. Yeah. Minimum. And, and what's funny is like you can't baseball like you yeah. need to deter that action. There's no it was the the it was during a dead puck, wasn't it? Yeah, it was I mean it was after the whistle, yeah. Like play 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 yeah, it was after the whistle. Like it wasn't even in game. 
And the fact that there was a oh, ref standing yeah, right there I with no that. with no call, not even a penalty, is what is embarrassing as well. Because there's been so many bad calls this that year. Be into. Yeah, there's been a ton of bad calls, and I don't even I'm not even specifically talking Bruins. I, I've watched a lot of games around the league, and they have been like more. They've been off this year. Something is weird, and I don't know what it is, and if they've been told behind the scenes that they need to be calling more stuff or calling more specific things, but the the officiating has been different than the last couple of years. Um, but this seems like one of those ones where it should be so strict. That's two minutes. That's a, you know, a game misconduct or whatever. But for it to be nothing, it's probably the reason that he only got a $5,000 fine because it wasn't a penalty on the ice. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. So. No, I, I don't think that makes it right. And that's just another reason you can't take fighting out of hockey. Like that, like something that someone should be, Trent should be throwing hands with him next game. We play the Rangers. Like that's just, that's, that's, un, that's just unchecked bullshit. And that just can't exist in the league. Yeah. It's, and, it, I'm, it's and I'm sorry, a $5,000 fine is a, is an, is not a tip of the cap, cap to like, my our bad we missed it it's like no now you're just shedding more light on how bad you're handling this right i i think i and i'm sorry any of our guys do that on the ice to anyone else it, it should be at least a game we would be saying the same thing for him if it, if frederick and that, took a swing yeah. at someone's head we'd be saying the same thing he should be suspended like that that's ridiculous i hope so yeah it's insane i hope yeah and I, I i really believe so and because you're wrong otherwise. Right. You're just wrong. But I revised my take. If he's been suspended, that should have been a minimum two games. Yeah. A minimum two games and a $25,000 fine. It's crazy. It's crazy that you're just going to slap him on the wrist like that. And, like, I'm sorry. Like, Matt, Jacob Trouba is on a fat contract. That is a slap on the wrist. I know some players, like, if you if you hit an AHL player with that, you know, it's a substantial fine, I guess, or whatever. They'll still get by and they'll live. This is this is a silly thing. And you should be stressed out by this. You, you can't do that, dude. You can't just hit someone in the head like that. So baseball bat swing. Something else I wanna I wanna uh kind of mention here is that I noticed a couple things in the in the Rangers game and in the Red Wings game where both teams were sort of taking liberties against us and kind of I don't, I don't know if you remember seeing the Patra like cross check to the face to the neck basically that sent him flying back and I think they got a penalty for it but it could have been more than that could have been a suspension but it wasn't it was clearly like him targeting and the guy was angry and he went after him for no you know it's Patra it's not a guy that's known to be like a dirty player or a nasty player he's a, he's a small kid like uh he doesn't really play that way he was he was banging the body around in that game so maybe they were kind of just showing him like Look, welcome to the show. If you're going to hit people, we're going to hit you back. But I've noticed over the last handful of games that teams are taking liberties, and uh, it makes you wonder if they're like, well, you know, you had Lucic, and now you don't have Lucic, and he's not coming back. So what are you guys going to do about it? You know, there's nothing you're going to do. We are we are going to do whatever we want. And you got small guys like Martian and, and Patra, and Pasta's no fighter, and a lot of these guys aren't aren't very big and tough. You know, you got Coyle, who's a big guy. Obviously, Frederick. You got some defensemen that are big. But we don't really have anyone who's going to be able to stick up for any of our teammates for the most part. And 
it seems like Frederick's trying to focus more on his actual game, which has been working out for us this year, than being that, you know, hothead and being that guy that goes out there and has to fight. And I, I do like that. And I like that he's able to, to still fight too. But I think that teams notice that there's nothing that we can do about it. And that worries me. Definitely. Well, there's nothing the league can do about it if you can just go and take out a superstar uh, for five thousand dollars, just slash him in the head. Take out why not? Take out McDavid in the, in the playoffs or, or and whoever's take out the best three guys on another team in yeah. the playoffs. Just baseball whack them, right? And for fifteen grand, you win the Stanley Cup. I'd pay fifteen grand to win the Stanley Cup. Are you kidding? I would pay it out of George my pocket Paris right is now. A joke. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, Paris is a joke. It shouldn't be a player. Department of Player Safety is a joke. It's, it's We've scary. had that conversation yeah, so many I mean, times. Uh, yeah. But yeah, going away from the so many times. But he's just he just finds new ways for us to be newly enraged, as if we shouldn't have expected such a thing. Right. But it's hard to expect a baseball swing to be five thousand dollars. It's just it's really he's just breaking new ground and being a piece of shit. It's incredible. You're not wrong. Um, but, and, but yeah, the, the, the point you made is ex- extremely worrisome and yeah, I, you like to not have Trent in the role of just being, scaring the shit out of other guys or whatever. Uh, it'd be nice to have some other muscle around. Yeah. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what kind of position we're in at the deadline, because I don't think that we're going to make any real moves to go all in this year. Like we did last year. Um, I don't even think that we're going to do that even if we're in, you know, a great spot come that time. I think that we're maybe we add a piece, but it would take probably a trade for that to happen. I don't think we're going to give up picks this time around because we're already kind of low on them and we're sort of going into that semi-rebuild next year with a lot of these one-year guys coming off the books and uh, a lot of flexibility with the cap, so... It's going to be interesting. I don't know how it's going to work out and what we're going to do, what we're even going to look like at that point. You know, if we're going to continue this hot streak and we get back on track or if we kind of cool down a little bit and we're in, you know, we're in a playoff spot two or three or something like that. But uh, I I just I don't know. It's going to all come down to sort of what the standings look like at that time and what's available to to us. Um, did I did I ask you the other day how you'd feel about adding Patrick Kane to this team if it was possible? You did not. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm a big Patrick Kane fan. So he's he's um, apparently been basically back off. Of, he's he's starting to practice. He's talking to teams about coming back because he he's healed up from his surgery, and he's gonna want to go to a team who's a contender. He's not going to go. I don't personally think that he's going to go to a team like Buffalo, even though a lot of people think he will because he's from there and hometown guy, and that would be cool for them. But I think he's going to want to go to a contender, and it doesn't sound like the Rangers want him back because they probably would have already talked with him about that. But um, only time will tell who he signs with. But, you know, you get Lucic off the books here, and I know that wasn't a lot of money, but it's a million bucks or retroactive to whatever it ends up being now. I don't know. But maybe you can get him for for cheap money. He's not going to be asking for $5 million. Or, and if he does, I don't think anyone's going to give him that. But, um, you know, if it's between one to three or something, maybe that there's a way to make that work. Or maybe you 
I don't know, maybe you get rid of somebody. I, I have no clue, but it would be pretty cool to be able to add a guy like that who could potentially help you out a lot for cheap money. It's another one of those low-risk, super-high-reward potentially for a guy like him. Come have a career reju- rejuvenation year with with James Van Riemsdyk, baby. We got room. There's room on the bench. It would give come, us a lot of restart. flexibility I'm on in. our first two lines, I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, I like it a lot. Um, I think there's going to be better options for him. I don't know. I don't know what he wants, but yeah, it would it'd be awesome. I, I think we should throw our hat in the ring, but, you know, balls fully in his court. I think in terms of what he asks for and money will depend on how much he believes in their ability to contend. Yeah, uh, I think there'll be a direct correlation there. But if like Buffalo can throw him four or three like. He might just go to Buffalo, and they can still make the playoffs this year. I mean, true, it's I don't it's know early. If they will, but yeah, yeah, like I don't know. I I could see it going a lot of ways. I'd be really surprised if we got him. Truly, I I don't see why he would have any like clearly like you know we came out really hot, but I don't know how do we look to the rest of the league? I I don't know. Is it just like wow they're on fire? It's insane. They'll come back down to earth, or is it like people don't understand how good this team is? I want to go be a part of it. And then you talk about how we talked, but we've talked about a lot in the preseason that, uh, you know, we, we called this a bridge year. We've said those words. Right. And now what is throwing him on the books do? Obviously, if you can just shift it in and out with the Lucic money, if that's the case of what's going to happen. And are we even official on that? I don't want to go into deep details, no, I, but are we official on he's not? We're not just assuming things it. continue the way we think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. I would love it, and I think that Sweeney should throw his hat in the ring, but I don't know what his next year plan is, and you and I both feel that he's teed up to make some major moves this offseason, regardless of what happens this season. Uh, and would Patrick Kane get in the way of that? I don't know. You know, it's, So I could, I, I, I just feel like I don't, I don't ever know enough going on in Don Sweeney's head to get angry or happy with whether he does or doesn't throw his hat in the ring with this. I personally would throw my hat in the ring. But you know, I've 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 been a big Sweeney critic for a long time, and in the last two years, I have eaten all my words. And in Sweeney, I trust. So you know, I I trust that it is what it is. You know, minus the very stupid signing last year, he's been right, pretty perfect. So the way I look at it is just you know you got to at least pick up the phone, see what he says. If he says no right away, at least he calls. Yes, because because yeah. the way I also see it is. If yeah. he maybe he wants to be on a, t- a team that's a contender, but he also wants to be close to home, which is Buffalo, if he still has family there, and if the Rangers don't want him and he doesn't want to go to Buffalo because he doesn't feel that they're strong enough, I would say the next closest team is probably the Bruins, who are closest to being contenders on this side of the you know on the East Coast in this closest to Buffalo. You know he's not going to go to the Islanders, um, and I don't think uh, personally I don't think he's going to go to the Whalers. I think that they're uh, kind of down and out i don't think they're gonna win the cup this year so yeah i think it's closest is the bruins it's cold it's a cold (laughs) thing for you to do i hope brian doesn't listen to this he's already got he's already got the uh he's already got the hurricanes wearing his old threads it's weird it's really like putting on a dead person's clothes i hate it i don't like that they do that you're not the whalers i i think it's trash everyone who defends it yeah everyone who defends it is trash too Oh, you're mad because they're honoring the old team. Yeah, no one does that across now, any sport. Really. But they do it 
They've like, done not it so like many that. times. Not in such a way that. Yeah, but it, usually in a way, it, yeah, they've been doing it for years. But it's like, it if OKC started wearing Sonic's gear, I would hope we would all riot. Yeah, you want to see? You, know? uh, you want to see? Like a they Winnipeg... moved that team from Hartford, and then basically, yeah, you want to see no, a Winnipeg Thrashers? They moved jersey? that team from Hartford, <laughs> and basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. They moved that team from Hartford, and then basically won with it. And so those these poor people who will, who, as the expansion gets rumored and rumored, Hartford gets thrown in as like fifth fifth highest odds to get a team back to Hartford. It's never gonna happen. And then these this, these people are just wearing their clothes. It's so terrible. I know it was a small town. There was a small market. There's I just those people are disgusted by it. And I and I I back it. Leave the don't wear the whalers. Screw you guys. Yeah. Take that off. Uh, before we switch over to basketball here, I just want to say a couple positive things. I got three positives here. Charlie Coyle playing amazing right now. He is he has been one of the best players on the ice every game. He's scoring. He's doing all the things that you wanted to do. He's been awesome. Uh, Pavel Zaka, same thing. He you know obviously these last two games have been rough for everyone, but he's been playing very well, very consistent. Uh, again, I, I I know I said this on the last episode, but. He's one of the best pickups we've had in a very, very long time, and I'm glad that he's here. And also one last one, Jake DeBrusque, finally coming around, finally doing what needs to be done. He's getting a couple goals here. Uh, I don't know that he's going to be you know, tearing it up again like he was last year, but maybe this is a little bit of that wake-up call. And also you know that once you're slumping, once you finally get that first one, it kind of takes a, a weight off of you and – Obviously, that's been showing because he's been playing better ever since. So, yeah, you, you know, first two goals of the season in con- consecutive games. Obviously, uh, he, you know, he broke through a, br- a bit here. Um, yeah, I Jake just needs to be somewhere better than he is right now, and I don't think any of us have been concerned about where he is right now. Clear slow start, clear slump. I just. I I expected him to show up at some point, and it's nice that it's here now. And yeah, hopefully he's. He, even if he's 75% of what he was down the stretch last year, it's going to massively, massively, massively help this team. Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple, uh, a couple games coming up here that should be easy. You know, I, I I always hate saying that, but they should be, they they really should be the easy games. You got Columbus who is terrible and we got San Jose who is terrible. So, we should be able to build some confidence on those two games and see what happens. Let's go under three goals in both those games for our two goaltenders, please. That would be fantastic. Do you want to uh you want to go over to the court now? How you how you feeling after tonight? Yeah, sure. What a what a great transition uh, in, in losing to easy teams. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think we beat the Hawks. I don't believe in the Hawks. I think the Hawks are a lot worse than I, I find that most people, most of the talking heads I even listen to and, and you know, get my sports intake from uh, are I don't like the Hawks. I, I think Trey Young is not it. Uh, and and weirdly, he kind of needs to take a backseat on this team that's his to Dejounte Murray, which will never happen. And uh, yeah, so the Celtics, without Drew Holiday and without Kristaps uh, Porzingis tonight, were able to handle business quite efficiently. Great game for Jalen. 
Great game for Jason uh, Tatum. The Jays were out there. Uh, a nice, a nice Jason Tatum to Jalen Brown alley oop uh, for for you people out there to go check out if you if you missed the game today. Great highlight. Um, Derek White, solid game. Sam Hauser is kind of if we didn't have six guys who could start, Sam Hauser would have a shot at sixth man. I feel like he like he's what everyone I think hoped or thought Pritchard was going to do. I believe either Banton, either Danilo Banton or Brissett got the start tonight with the two starters out, with two of our six starters out. Uh, so that was cool. Um, yeah, a good turnaround after just some disgusting basketball uh, and some worse coaching. Um, the Orlando game, 17-0 run, no timeout called, uh, just complete fall apart in that game that we were pretty in control of with a, a good five-point lead. Orlando's good, though. D- don't get me wrong. This is not the game that I'm saying we lost to a, a bad team. That game, of course, would be the Charlotte Hornets game last week. Just pitiful. Just pitiful. And the game management down the stretch, uh, free throws. Our free throws are bad uh, for what they should be, but... Yeah, I don't know. Dumb losses, bad coaching, uh, good turnaround tonight. Seem to pull out big wins when we're missing some of our, you know, top six. So, yeah, clearly still trying to figure things out here. I think Chris Porzingis deserves the basketball more. Um, I'm, st- I'm still a big Jalen Brown, Brown proponent. Um but I, I I understand the criticism towards him, but I, I think he'll figure it out. I think all these guys kind of need kind of need to figure out. You know, it's there's one basketball on the court. is is kind of the conversation we need to have about this team. We're stacked. We're stacked. Uh, there's one ball on the court, and you know they've been playing together. Drew Holiday just got here a month before the season started, so I think it's it's just figuring some some stuff out with each other out there that needs to happen and. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll shake it off. But these these dumb easy losses, it's just I just feel like I've watched that for like ten years. Like I feel like it happened with Brad, the Magic. First of all, have been and now they're good. But before I've been always. Like, I think they've beat us five times in a row now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, what is the uh, Porzingis injury? Yeah, I, groin. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not concerned at this point. I didn't notice it. I don't know if he sore sit him. That's, that's I mean, they I'm said at. that it, they said he I'm, was going to miss so a little bit. I'm so happy with how he Like, yeah, cool. That's fine. Sore. It's not a. It's not an injury I heard of before. Groin, groin never. Groin feels like something that I don't know that who gets taken down by the groin. You know, hips. Hip can end your career. Knee will end your career. Ankles end your career. Feet. Yeah. You know, so many other things, lungs, like there's stuff that there's groin in a career. I don't know. Should I be worried? Maybe. I, I'm not. Rest him. It, it seems like he was he was still possible to go. Like they're like, we think we're going to sit him. Like it wasn't just like, and and, you know, and then they sat him and they're like, all right, it's going to be a little bit. But it's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not worried. I don't know. If he's, if he's on the fence, sit him. That's where I'm at. I mean, it could he be looks so much great. worse. He fits in so well. He could be used so much more than he is. He's like the number three or four guy, and he could he can be the one some nights if we need him, and he's kind of basically the two, and I think that's where a lot of the Jalen Brown criticism is coming in because the contract we got and we're paying him this much money to be the third guy. And I, again, just think that is living 
in a bubble outside of you're living on a that's i'm gonna go rust coal on us here that's making time a flat circle that is eliminating chronology it's just like you're ignoring the fact that that's obviously what you do in that moment xyz these trades happened after the fact the fact that we have porzingis first of all we didn't give him that contract that he has the fact that we have drew holiday we didn't give him that contract that he has and neither of those contracts came this summer where the asking price of someone of jalen brown's caliber is a 300 million dollar contract it's just it is what it is so just just to like to call it out like that and, I, and to go game by game and nitpick i just think it's it's we're running out of stuff to talk about because again we're talking about a team that has like four losses and is number one in the league you know like at the end of the day this is what i'm complaining on but that's what i'm going to look out for we want to see what what are the imperfections where can this team lose the championship and i think that you know there's a good amount of questions we're very good we're i guess the vegas odds to team to beat maybe but i don't know so some nuggets games it looks like can we compete in that world uh but then some nuggets games it looks like we could beat the shit out of them i don't know but they're also without jamal right now it's interesting it's there's some frustrations it's early frustrations the losing is good to learn from but i'd rather lose to a good team i love that we beat the shit out of the bucks shout out to drew holiday going off on them uh well not really he had a horrible game but just like i don't know I'm here for Drew, a Drew comeback. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty similar to the Bruins situation. It's like, it's not panic mode time. There's so much time left. It's so it's still so early in the seasons, and not to mention, we're still in great spots. You know, there's, there's growing pains, especially, like, I expected a lot of this from the Celtics because they basically turned over 50% of the team. But they, at the beginning of the year, made it look so seamless that you know, injuries happen and all this stuff happens where we're going to lose a couple games here and there, but I'm with you. It's, it's a lot, yeah. it's a lot easier pill to swallow when you lose to great teams or good teams, but um, it happens. I mean, not everyone's on every single night. I think it's, yeah, we weren't going to go undefeated. Yeah. It's both these teams. It's both these teams though. Yeah, exactly. Bruins lost their captain and then, and lost the return of, you know, a guy who was always a leader in that locker room uh, and Krejci. And got a ton of new faces in, especially from even just the deadline. And sure, like, you know, some of those guys had a cup of coffee in Boston. Your Bertuzzi's, your Orlov's, whatever, Hathaway. But, you know, that turnover was huge, but you lose the leadership there. So, like, both of these things, it's like the locker room kind of trying to find a new identity. You lost the captain of each. Yeah, Marcus Smart wasn't the official captain, but he was the longest tenured Celtic by four years, at least five years, maybe. Like, yeah. So it would like he that, that's he'd something. been there You're the losing was kind of his locker room. Yeah. And so yeah, there there is something to figure out. Yeah, massively. You're losing an identity. So you gotta build the new one. I, I think you're losing a lot more than something. And uh, I think, you know, obviously there's so much talent here. I think the Bruins caught us by surprise. I think the Celtics uh aren't catching us by surprise. They're, they're playing up to our standards, but we're not giving enough credit to the fact that like this is a whole new locker room whole new locker room like complete like the vibe in there is completely different from last year in both of them uh so that's going to take some figuring out and then it's a whole new sideline and everything but you know kp's having fun jalen brown and kp have some amazing duo ratings um tatum is quietly just on, on mvp pace 
it's it's weird tatum's doing so well that it's just like he's not a talking point because there's so much else going on and that's unbelievable like somehow he's underrated it's just like he it's obvious of what he's doing and yet he's playing as good if not better than he's ever played it's, yeah it's it's yeah it's a spoiler over there i'm just tired of the dumb shit call a timeout joe agreed call a goddamn timeout for the love of god i saw him call one the other day if you don't have thought something it was a to joke. say let someone else call <laughs> yeah oh, i i want sam cassell to just literally stand up make him sit down and start coaching joe can be an assistant coach demote him i don't care fire him demote him give sam cassell the keys i'll feel i'll feel a world of better I'm with you, dude. I, I I think that we've we're gonna keep saying this a lot this year, which I is unfortunate, but um, you know, they'll figure it out. They both of these teams are gonna figure it out. We're gonna be in uh, hopefully get back on track here soon. Celtics obviously got back on track a little bit here tonight with a good win, but uh, hopefully the Bruins can do the same this week. And looking forward to uh, the next handful of games coming up for both. Yeah, who do you, who do we got this week? How many how many nights you at the Garden this week? Uh, I think it's just one this week. We got Columbus at home on, uh, or um, sorry, Columbus on Monday away, and then Thursday San Jose at home. So, mm. Celtics wrap up the in season tournament on Tuesday against the Bulls. Should win their uh, tournament now. A little bit up for grabs that Magic loss. Uh, tied us with them, and they're actually winning based off a of point differential in the uh, group standings for the in-season tournament. So not only a must-win, but like kind of must beat the crap out of them or hope for the wild card. Orlando finishes at a plus 22 differential. Celtics sitting at even. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I might go to the first night of games. Of the in-season tournament. Yeah, when is of, that? Of, on the 4th of December. It'll be a week from uh, from Monday night, tonight. As as you're hearing this. A week from as you're hearing this. That's exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah, I was going to make a trip out of it and try to go Sunday night. But going to going to Chain Fest, Andrew. Are you familiar with Chain Fest? Have you seen this? You get this Instagram ad? I don't think so. What, oh what? man, I'm hyped. Who's on it? Uh, BJ Novak and uh, oh no, not music, not music at all. Uh, BJ Novak and some chef who's probably more famous than he is, and I apologize to anyone who knows what I'm referencing and that I don't have it in my hand. They make gourmet versions of fast food. Oh, I do remember so us talking like, about this like when I was out festival. there. Yeah. Oh, I think I bought the tickets when you were there. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. Sunday. Okay. No, that's... actually, yeah, you were you were in my living room when I bought the tickets. Yeah, yeah. that's sick. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So I can't go early, but we might go to Chain Fest and then do a four-hour drive on very full stomachs, or I don't know, figure it out. But I, yeah, I, I'm. The plan is to go. The plan is to be in Vegas Monday night. I'm jealous. I, I, that sounds like it's going to be sick, especially if you're going to do both. You're going to be able to do that and then go right to Vegas or or the next day go to Vegas or whatever. That's going to be a good couple days for you. Uh, I'm jealous. I'm hyped. I'm ready. 
Well, hopefully, if you do that, you get to see some good games. Is so how, how does that work though? You get so do you get in and get to watch multiple games, or do you have to buy tickets per game, or how does that work? I thought they were for sale already. I have I'm sure the information is somewhere, but I've just been trying to buy. I cannot find tickets right now. There's two games. There'll be a West and an East game. So there's a possibility that, you know, there's odds on the fact that I could see the Celtics. I want to go to both of the games. I don't know if there's a pass for both or what the deal is with that. Uh, I got to imagine they'll sell them individually. Uh, but yeah, I want to, I want to go to both games. Uh, I want to catch one full day. The first full day of the NBA in season tournament in Las Vegas. Nice. Well, I hope you find some tickets. I hope you get to go. Um, congratulations on your new TV soon. I'm very excited for you. Um, this is a very big day. And yours. <laughs> and mine. And the mount. Yep. And the new mount. I'm, new I mean, mount. I'm basically living in luxury at this point. <laughs> Hell yeah. As yeah. you should, brother. As they say, YOLO. YOLO.